Welcome to the Pregnancy Loss Podcast, the place I created for moms like us. Pregnancy loss is all-encompassing and creates an overarching theme that runs through our lives forever. We have to learn to live with and beside the grief of losing our baby. We have to learn how to live again, how to parent again, how to engage and interact and be social again, how to communicate effectively to connect with our spouses and significant others. We have to find who we are now. I'm here to empower and inspire you to live a life even with our unique circumstances. We cannot change what happened, but we can grow and use that strength and resilience to create a life that we love. I'm here to share everything I know about grief, motherhood, loss, marriage, friendship, and parenting. I'm here to encourage you to find the beautiful side of grief, the side where we don't have to isolate ourselves or suppress the need to share stories, the side where you have moms just like you to support and encourage you. The side where we become the best versions of ourselves, not in spite of our loss, but thanks to it. Pregnancy loss is devastating, but it can also be an opportunity to reflect on who we were and who we want to become. So join me every Tuesday for a new episode on the Pregnancy Loss Podcast. Let's jump in. Hey loves, I am so excited you're here. I'm so happy to be here. I literally cannot believe we're on season two, or rather year two. Um, We just celebrated the first year of the Pregnancy Loss Podcast, and I'm so happy that I stuck with it. Um, I know during my pregnancy, I just wasn't feeling it, and I just couldn't authentically come up with something to say. I just, I couldn't. I was so exhausted. Um, but I'm so happy that I got back into it. So I am planning out a wonderful year of episodes. And today we are going to talk about uncovering hope while grieving. And this is something that will be continual and you will, you will do for the rest of your life. Um, because grief comes and goes, right? I mean, you're going to be and remember guys, I like, I never say something to hurt you purposely or, um, you know, make you sad or, you know, make things seem dire or that they're never going to get better. Because I was just going to say like, you know, when you're 89, you, you'll have a day where you're just grieving your baby. Right. But why wouldn't you? we loved our children. We loved our babies. You know, we, we, we created these lives for them in our heads and it's going to be forever. And I'm okay with that because I don't ever want to forget Evelyn. I don't ever want to forget my pregnancy with her because it was so wonderful and special. And I was the, you know, one of the best versions of myself at that time. And I just really loved everything in my life. And my, my motherhood and my friendships and where we were and my husband. And so I never want to forget that. And if that means that I have to grieve every once in a while, I'm all right with that. And I always preface everything by saying, if you're not there yet, it's okay. Okay. So if I ever talk about something, if you're new here and I'm talking about something and you have no idea what I'm talking about, or you're not in that space yet, you haven't hit that, that, uh, time gone by that you feel a little less 
you know, harsh about losing your baby and that's okay. Just take it at face value. Take it for what you can get out of it in that moment. Okay. So let's, let's get, jump into it. Grieving is such a brutal process, right? And it's an ongoing process. And I mean, I'm four years in, but to me, it's going to last. It's a process that's going to last the rest of my life. Because like I said, I don't ever want to forget Evelyn. And thinking about her brings joy and love, but it also brings sadness. And I've heard this phrase, and I may be just not saying it in the exact right way. I don't know who said it, but grief is just all the love that you had, you know, for that person, for this, for the baby, um, or something to that effect. And I never really paid attention to it, but then I had never grieved a loss, like losing my daughter, nothing that mattered as much, I guess. And like I said, it's been over four years since the day she died and she was born. And from that day, I always thought to myself, I will never be okay again. Those feelings were always with me. I always, I, I will I thought I will never be the person I was. I'll never be the same. I will never laugh again. And these are all feelings that you have probably the first year, right? I'll never laugh again. I'll never be happy or joyful. I'll never feel that feeling joy and laughter. And the other side of that is thinking I didn't have the right to complain about anything else ever again, because this was the worst thing. Like, when I'm having a really bad motherhood day, I'm not allowed to complain about that because I lost my daughter and that's way worse. Or, um, just things like that. And I, I want you to take that bullshit logical brain of ours that says that stuff and throw it away because you are allowed to have feelings about everything else. You are allowed to think that something else is hard, even though it's not as hard as losing a child. You're allowed to think that having a room, a laundry room full of dirty clothes is just terrible and it makes you just so upset and it sucks. Of course it does. And you're allowed to feel that way. When you and your husband are fighting, that fucking sucks. You're allowed to feel that just because it's not quote unquote as worse as losing a child doesn't mean you can't feel that. Do you get where, do you get what I'm getting at here? You know, I'm just trying to give you some examples because losing a child is the worst thing that could ever happen to me. So I told myself, I am never allowed to complain again. I'm never allowed to whine or feel bad for myself again, because it would never be this bad. Those are thoughts that I had. And Again, I'll skip to the end and say, of course, this is shit. Of course, you will laugh and cry and find joy, happiness, new life, new love. You will. And what I've discovered on the other side of my grief and the pain and the heartache of missing her every day is that you will find even bigger joy. You will find even bigger happiness, bigger love, bigger dreams, bigger everything because you have been through the worst, you will start realizing how those small things are the big things and all these cliches that we're, we always hear and we're, we see on these movies and TVs and, um, or social media, everything 
will be bigger. And again, if you're not here yet, that is okay. You're probably like, this bitch is off a rocker. No one feels that way. <laughs> and that's okay, my friend. Feel those feelings, laugh at me. At least I know you're laughing, right? And in truth, before I lost Evelyn, I always felt that I wasn't living. I always thought I was missing something. I always felt so behind from everybody else. I felt like everybody else's life's lives were better than mine. I always felt like my mental health like was ruining my life and I just couldn't find joy. I was never content. Now I know that it is okay that I am not content. For me and being an ADHD mom, I'm never content with anything because I love growing. I love growth. When you're content with something, you don't grow. You stay where you are. So I just, I have these feelings like I was stuck in this unhappiness, the inability to view life in a different way than I was. And in all honesty, those feelings that I felt before Evelyn, it was probably a lot from the the childhood trauma that I had gone through. I was just always waiting for the other shoe to drop, waiting for worse to happen. And then this happened and it did. And let me tell you how much of a wake up call this was for me, but it shattered that old beaten down version of myself that I had been clinging to for years because it was so uncomfortable to grow. But I was meant to let that version of me go and I just couldn't. I couldn't until this huge, big, terrible thing happened to me. And I don't like to see that as a silver lining. I don't like to say, I do say that Evelyn was my catalyst for change, right? She was that pivotal moment, pivotal devastation that made me realize I have to fucking change the way that I was living. excuse me, but some of the happiest moments in my life happened when I was pregnant with her. I was the happiest I can ever remember being because I was going to be a mom to three girls. I just, I felt like what in the world, like in what world will I ever be this blessed again? Like my dreams were coming true. I grew up with two brothers and an older one and a younger one. And we were left alone all the time. So we were like beating each other up and just being rough and being mean and, you know, just, oh my God, you guys, we were terrible. It was like karate, karate, punching each other. (laughs) I just wanted a sister and I never got that. And instead it was because I was going to have three girls. Um, And as soon as I found out out that she had died, the old me, again, shattered into pieces, came crashing to the ground. And what it left was a softer, more vulnerable, more accepting me. The parts of me I could never show anyone, the ones that I always had to hide because they would be used against me as a kid. 
my husband never even saw these parts of me. And obviously in those moments and the giving birth to her and going home without her were my worst. And I never thought I would get through those moments. And especially the moments when I had to tell Callie and Violet that Evelyn had died and she wouldn't be with us was by far probably the second worst day of my life. But those were the moments I also knew that I would be okay because I had these two precious little lives that were my everything, that are my everything. They were meant for me. And the day that I had, the girls came home and I had to tell them, I, I just became grateful even for the most horrible shit days that we had, right? Like I was talking about the horrible mom days, the days where I felt like a terrible mom because I was yelling or I was so overwhelmed or impatient with them days. I would just sit them in front of the TV so that I could go cry upstairs days. I wish I were anywhere else, but with them, because what kind of mom wishes that? We all do sometimes, but it's not because we don't love our kids. And from that day on, it was hard. Um, But I started seeing these little glimmers of hope everywhere. I was actively searching for good now because I didn't want to miss them anymore. I didn't want to be so wrapped up in, in my past, like, you know, like ruminating about my past and having that affect everything and thinking about the future. I just wanted to be where I was. I needed those good moments now at that time more than ever. I needed signs that I would be okay, signs that Evelyn was near, signs that I would be a great mom again, you know, signs that my marriage would be okay, because after you lose a baby, your marriage is sometimes just not okay. I needed signs that life would be beautiful again. And my friends would visit and bring me coffee. Just seeing their faces and being with them brought me so much hope in life. Um, Jeannie, my best friend visited for me for a week. Um, she was there the second week after Evelyn died and her, when we get together, we are a bunch of hyenas and we just laugh (laughs) like idiots. And that the laughing, it, it gave me hope. It was hope sitting outside in the sunshine and letting it soak in was hope. Watching others from afar have babies that lived was hope. Even though it sucked and I was jealous and envious and pissed off that my baby died, it was still hope. Watching the world move on, even when it seemed to do so without me, was hope. Watching the seasons change brought me hope. Because it reminded me that nothing stays still. It was always moving. Which meant, so would I one day. Um, there was this summer day a year and a half ago, maybe two summers ago, there was this dragonfly and then, okay, guys, this happened like three or four times, not on the same day, but in the last couple of years, I have dragonflies that land on me. And I'm not talking like accidentally thinking I'm a branch or something. 
you know, and just flying off in a second or two. But minutes literally passed where these dragonflies would just stay on me. And I knew it was Evelyn visiting and checking in on us. I'm not kidding. It was, it was minutes and I, I would, <laughs> I videotaped it and I was just so happy. And it was another glimmer. Even when I want you to remember this, even when you're at your worst and you feel that you could just die from the pain, you won't. Okay. You won't. That pain is there because there is love attached to it. If we didn't love or care so much, would it hurt that much? Probably not. Um, even if you don't believe in God, having hope and faith in something out there will get you through. Even if that is having faith in yourself and making it through the bad days. And it's okay just to make it through those bad days. You don't have to thrive. You don't have to find purpose in those days. You don't have to do a million things to be worthy or just anything. Just make it through. Have hope and faith in your family, your dogs, your other children, your job, your friends, your hobby, your dreams. And every time... You just have to hold on to those glimmers. Anytime you see one, just hold it for a few moments. Become so aware of it. And then be intentional in some gratitude around that moment. Oh my God, I'm so so thankful the sun is out today because it is just giving me life. Thank you so much for... This amazing, beautiful, pink, glittery water bottle because it gives me life. Whatever it is, a book, you know, all these little things that you may not feel like a big thing to you or it may not feel like a big thing to you, it doesn't matter. It's a glimmer. It's, it's, a, it's a sense of hope. And even subconsciously, you'll know that when you start becoming aware of all these little things of hope. And my, my hope, 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 I keep saying this very word, is that when you see it, you're like, oh my God, that gives me hope. I got to remember what Valen said. She told me that I have to remember it to, you know, bring that awareness that that's a glimmer, that's a, that's a, a glimpse at hope in life again. Okay. Um, and just a tip, because I've said this so many times on my podcast, when you're having a difficult day, a difficult moment, even if you're not, even if you're having a great day, just on regular days, guys, I always tell people that these four things will change your life in those moments in its simplest forms. And those four things are sunshine, water, sleep, and movement. And when there's moms who are listening and they have other children, this is the exact thing that I tell them. 
Put those babies in a stroller. Fill up a water bottle and go for a walk. And right there you have sunshine, water, and movement. And then just make sure you go to bed just a little earlier each night. And I swear to you, you will start feeling better. I know this episode was a little, I might have teared up a few times, okay? (laughs) I can't help it sometimes. Sometimes I just get so, so into it. But I hope you guys, oh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just remember, I'm always here. Um, Remember, there are free resources on my website at www.malinweb.com. And there's journaling prompts. There's ways to celebrate your baby. Um, And then you can follow me on Instagram. (sighs) I love you guys. I hope you have such a beautiful week. Thank you so much for being here for year two on the Pregnancy Loss Podcast. You'll notice I am rebranding as well. I should have, I was going to tell you guys this at the beginning, but um, the Pregnancy Loss Education and Podcast and everything else is rebranded colors and logo. And I kind of changed the name of the podcast to the Pregnancy Loss Podcast, the Pregnancy and Motherhood Podcast, um, because we talk a lot about motherhood as well. And I just wanted people who were listening to know that. But yes, I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Pregnancy Loss Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I created a guide on 20 ways to celebrate your angel baby. It gives you 20 amazing ways to celebrate their birthdays or ways to just remember them on any given day. If you want to download it, head over to valenweb.com slash resources and click the link. I hope you guys have a great week. See you next time.